This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to Sunday's edition of Game Bet Match, a tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers via Betting Weekly. I'm Nigel Seeley, and I'm over in Rome. The man we're going to introduce you to in a second has handed the baton over to me after what can only be described. Oh, you have? I know you have. And and it was sunny today. You you handed the baton over to me last night in a pizza bar with uh, pouring rain and an umbrella. And look at my head today. Look at that. It's Sean Calvert, our tennis Senior tennis handicapper here for Because We Win. How are you, mate? I should have given you that umbrella, shouldn't I? You could have used it today and kept the sun off. It was, it was rainy when I saw your Instagram this morning. It was rainy when yeah, you Yeah, it was this the... morning. Yeah, that was about seven o'clock this morning. Yeah, that was early. Well, we left the, the we went out for a little walk at 11 o'clock. I've done a little recce of the area to see where I was. Left the recce around about 10 o'clock this morning, left the hotel room. Uh, done an hour walk, come back, and uh, got back today at about uh, 8 o'clock this evening. And I've done about, I think we walked about 17.6 kilometres, uh, something so, like that. Um, unbelievable. My legs are in agony. Absolute yeah, agony. You can do that in Rome. There's a lot of stuff to see, and it's, it is it is quite a walkable city, isn't it? So you, you just think, oh, it's only that's only around the corner, but it's, it's actually probably about three quarters of a mile. And you, and you go to the next place and the next place. Before you know it, you've done about 10 miles. Exactly. And um, is early back fine? All good? No problem? I saw your Instagram again. Seemed to have a little breeze through the old uh, airport today. Yeah, up, up until the point where my passport didn't work and those automatic machines that I was so excited about. Um, <laughs> so I had to get... It wouldn't go through, so I had to go back to the back of the queue and go through manually. But uh, apart from that, mate, it was all right, yeah. No delays? No delay? All fight, All good? No, no. Well, about half an hour, nothing nothing major, no. Nothing major. And weather's good in England as well. So um, anyway, nice today, today I didn't go to the tennis. I, did, I just uh, strolled around doing the sightseeing tour with my 18-year-old son. But tomorrow we will be at the tennis uh, over here in Rome at the, uh, the Rome Masters Italian Open. And uh, we've got six matches we're going to talk about. It's the third round on the men's draw tomorrow. There's also women's action as well. I was really disappointed because I saw the order of play for the men's. Well, we've, we've got the afternoon session. We've got two women's games and we've got Alcaraz in the afternoon. I mean, who will be done in two and a half hours? I'm really, I am I am so gutted. You can go to the other courts though, apart from what what, what, ticket, what courts you got tickets for? We've got the main court. The, the, Central. Listen, I, I'm, I'm not, I, yeah. Sure, sure, listen. We yeah, only, but you can we, go we, on the other courts with those tickets, though. You don't have to just stick on that court. You can go on. That's, yeah, but you saw, the queue, on, you saw the queue for the Italians on the outside courts. I don't want oh, to be yeah. queuing up. I don't, like, I don't like lines. I don't want to do lines. No. I just want to get in there and tip my seat. But I was really disappointed. I thought we might have sit to pass against Sonega. That's the evening session. I thought we might see Medvedev. But we've got two women's matches. Vondrasova, and we've got Madison Keys in the first match. And then the middle match is Alcaraz, who's going to win... In about an hour and a half, so I, I, I'm I'm very disappointed. Anyway, but that's the problem with joint tournament. tournaments, though, isn't it? You don't you don't know what you're oh. going to get if you if you order centre court tickets. You just you just have to take pot luck with the schedule. That's the problem. 
Well, whatever happens, I will be doing some on-court uh, tweets and I'll be doing some Instagram stuff as well. So check it out at Because We Win, looking at the Instagram account and our Twitter account. I'll give you the in-play odds as well. Uh, it's been a busy day of sport action today. I watched two Premier League games. The Premier League over in England is over. Manchester City going to win the Premier League and Arsenal have lost 3-0. So let's move on to the tennis. And that's what you're here to do. And like I said, this man here, Mr. Sean Calvert, is on absolute fire. He's on a 10-1 and heater. Uh, just one defeat, which was catching. We should have won. It should have been 11-0. and 0. Uh, Yeah, that was a final tie break. Six, won six more points in the match. Yeah, so uh, the man is absolutely on fire. And as a time of recording, we have six matches that we're going to talk about of the eight tomorrow. And remember, it's an early start, so head to the Bet Rivers website, check out the, the order of play, and I'll give you the time to the start. So if Sean does give you a pick, it's going to be an early start, and you have to be on this man, whatever he's saying at the moment, because his information is on fire. So let's start with the first match. It's 5 a.m. It's uh, Cecinato, the Italian, up against Hanferman. Quite surprised I was with the money line here. Plus 140, Chechen Hanferman minus 177. The, the head-to-head is 3-1 for Hanferman. Uh, Chechen did win their last match in 2022, which was the final in Rio. All four of their matches have been on clay. Hanferman leads 3-1. The spread is 2.5, and, a half, and the, the uh, total games are 22.5. The Italians are doing exceptionally well here. And uh, you've been at court firsthand. You've seen the 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 atmosphere the Italian fans can generate around their home their home support for them. And I was in Monte Carlo when I saw them get Sinner over the line and Massetti uh, into big matches beat Djokovic uh, when it was a very passionate Italian support. I was quite surprised that Cecinato was plus one forty. Sean here, uh, am I missing something or is he a bet? I think if you look at the head to head stats, I I can see why it's priced how it is. Um. I think this is all about the head-to-head. As he said, it was 3-1 to Hanfman. All, all all four matches have taken place on the clay. Um, just looking at the service points, one and return points, one total of that head-to-head series, Hanfman is on 107 and Cecchinato 93. That's quite a big a big favour, a big, a big plus for, for Hanfman. You know, it's, it's quite a big advantage is the word I was looking for there. Um, Cecchinato has just struggled to deal, really, with the Hanfman serve. Hanfman's quite a big server, um, much, much bigger than Cecchinato. Cecchinato has only won 31% of return points in those four meetings, which is, it just it just shows he's struggling to return the Hanfman serve. Hanfman's won 64% of his second serve points as well, and he's held serve 88% of the time against Cecchinato. So his, his serve has basically been the difference here. Um, it's just got him, it's just given him such a big advantage that Cecchinato just hasn't been able to deal with it. Um, you might argue that the home crowd might be able to inspire Cecchinato. That, that might well be the case, but um, his record in Rome isn't that great either. His, his service points one and return point one points one at total in Rome's main draw is ninety seven, which is you know not really very inspiring. Um, Hanfman might got a little bit lucky um, in beating Taylor Fritz. I think Fritz was injured in that match. Um, he certainly didn't look to be at the races at all. Taylor Fritz when when he lost to Hanfman, I can see why it's priced how it is. I I, I can't really argue with the prices on the basis of the head to head. To be honest. Uh, Knight was very impressive today against Batista Agut. I suppose Batista Agut wasn't um, at yeah, his best got, either. But it's a slow surf, it's not really, not really RBA's thing, and he hasn't got a big serve either. I think it's just that serve, Hanfman's big serve. He's not been able to deal with it, Cecchinato. Mm, the weather tomorrow is supposed to be dry majority of the day. A little bit of rain as well forecast later on in the afternoon and earlier in the morning, I think. So uh, shouldn't have any problems with the. With the conditions, it's going to be so. The conditions, Sean, you've got the data there. Is it, it, it's yeah. slower than normal? Is it, is it or is it like on 
half what we would expect this tournament. A slight fraction slower, but not much. Um, holds of serve are the same after the first 56 matches. Um, 77% holds of serve, which is exactly level of what it normally is. Um, first serve points won 68.8%, which is slightly lower than the average of 69.4, but fairly, fairly typical so far of Rome, to be honest. So, slowish conditions, Kekanato plus 140, Hanfman minus 177. I'm going to give the Italian a, a bit of a, a lean for me at plus 140. I think that Italian support could get him through. My only problem is it's an early start, and uh, early starts, I think the crowd needs to be a little bit later on in the day. But I think Kekanato at plus 140 offers a smidgen of value, regardless of the overwhelming head-to-head in favour on Hanfman. That, remember, that match is 5am. Head to the Betrooms website, check out all the markets. They will have probably... About 38 different markets come the time they take to court. Another match that starts at 5 a.m. tomorrow is Borna Koric against Kabias Boehner. Um, both Kabias Boehner and Koric have come through two epic matches in the second round. Uh, Montaro and they also beat Dan Evans in long, long games. Both consider themselves quite fortunate to be in this minute position. Uh, Koric is minus 190. The Spaniard is plus 150. The head-to-heads all have head-to-heads and overwhelming head-to-heads. Porich is 3-0 up on the head-to-head. The handicap here is exactly the same as the Kekanato. Get a match is 2.5 and, and the totals are 21 and a half. They've met once before on clay and Porich won it as well because obviously he's been 3-0. Um, do you think this goes to the form book or do you think the Spaniard could uh, cause Porich some, uh, some problems here? I think a lot's going to depend on who's recovered the better from those two matches that you talked about. I think Carbaez Bayern, I think his match against Dan Evans was the longest three-set match of the season so far at main level. Uh, three hours, 46 minutes in, in slow, damp conditions. Chorich, not much quicker at three hours, 33 minutes. So two guys who have just left it all out on court on Saturday in, in very slow, wet conditions. How are they going to recover? That That's the question. Um, if you're looking at the head-to-head, it's you, you mentioned it was three nil to Chorich, but it's not it's not an overwhelming one like the the one we just talked about with Chekinato. Uh, I think a couple of those matches were played on hard courts anyway, weren't they? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. Just but one were two hard courts and one on clay. One, which one clay, that's right. Yeah. So and the the service points, one of return points, one totals are, are, are very very close. Chorich on 101 and Kabaych Brianna on 99. So very little in it. Even though Chorich has won all three matches, he he hasn't. He hasn't dominated it. Obviously, the hardcore one, you would expect him to win. Um, two similar styles of player, really. Just Chorich has got a bit more pop on his serve um, than Karbaish Bern. It's just, it's just got a little bit more to his game than, than Karbaish Bern. But similar similar types of player. I mean, you would expect this to be a particular grind, a, you know, a real sort of grind of a match. And I, I would be concerned if I was a Chorich backer at that price of his, of his injury history. He has got a long history of being injured charge long periods out of the game with with different types of injury and a long match uh like that that would certainly concern me um on the clay stats over the last 12 months at main level they're exactly the same their service points one and return points one totals are the same 100 100 so nothing to choose there very little to choose in the head-to-head um if you're asking me who i'd rather back checking Arto or or carbage brain i think I'd, I'd probably take carbage by but it is a it is a lean really because it's 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 really anyone's guess how they've recovered after those two epic matches on Saturday. Yeah, plus 150 for Kabash Bayer. Korich is minus 190. 
If the Spaniard is to win, he has to overcome a 3-0 head-to-head deficit. The next match, 6.30 a.m. Eastern time. Now, this one interests me quite a lot. Andre Rublev is minus 195 against Alessandro Davidovich Fikina, who's plus 155. The head-to-head will tell you that it's 2-0 to Rublev. The handicap is 2.5 on the, on the total games over, again, 21.5, with plus 102 for the overs. Uh, they've won twice, met twice before, two wins for the Russian. The last time they met, I was actually at the game in Dubai. I remember it well. I I, I bet David Ovechkin, we bet him. I remember yeah, we, we, did. We, we And he, I think it was 5 1 up, I think, in the six second one, set. Wasn't it? Was it, was it I think it was 5 1. Sorry, I think it was, it was five, one 6 up. 1 in the tie break or something else like that. Uh, he was, I'm sure he was winning the second set. And then he got pegged back. And then I think he was in the tiebreak as well. He was 6-1 up in the tiebreak. That was it. 6-1 in the tiebreak yeah. in the second set. And then he got completely pegged back. He absolutely choked it. But he was all over uh, Rublev. And in their previous match as well, he had chances to beat him as well. So if you look at the head-to-head, we saw that sort of head-to-head records are quite sort of overwhelming. That paper, the craps, craps, cracks slightly. Uh, Rublev here with a 2-0 head-to-head, two-and-a-half start. I mean, if Davidovich Fakina fancies this and he's fit, I think he gives the Russian a game here. It's certainly possible. I mean, but on the basis of what we saw in Dubai, I mean, he was by far the better player. Um, you know, you know, you were there. Um, I watched it on TV. I think, I think the thing, there's a couple of negatives. You remember more about... the match than me. You remember, you remember more the match than me. And I was well, there. It's not, I, I don't forget players that have blown 6-1 leads in the tie break very often. I've had, it's happened to me a few times. It's not something that you ever forget, really. Um it's and, and not a, not an unusual scenario for Davidovich Fakina. He does it all the time. He's, the amount of matches he's lost that he should have won, it's it's dozens. It's, he does it regularly, um, which is one reason why I'm not often keen on on backing him. He's, he really does struggle to see matches out. Um, two reasons why I'm not so, so keen on well, three reasons I'm not so keen on Davidovich. Really, the, the clay stats over the last twelve months are overwhelmingly favour Rublev. He's his service points one, return points one, totals hundred and six compared to a hundred of Rublev. Uh, Rublev said many times that he enjoys playing in cold, slow, damp conditions, which is what he's got here. So he's got the conditions that he wants. Um, and, and the price. I mean, Davidovich was a 3.3 um, chance ahead of that Dubai match, and now he's he's much shorter. Um, and bearing in mind the clay data as well, it's 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 not tempting me. I think it's a definite positive. He certainly could win the match, but I'm not I'm not wild about the price just just based on the factors that I've just mentioned. I'd be more interested in backing him plus two and a half games at plus one or two rather than actually on the money line because I think he can win a set. He can definitely win a set, but he can choke it at the same time. So I, I think that the, the games would probably be the lean for me. So we have three matches there and we're all, well, two leans for me towards the underdog and one lean to Sean towards the underdog and no favourites are really that we want to really be with at the moment, which is quite surprising when you, when you consider they're all quite heavy favourites. And the next match... I very rarely want to be with favourites, as you know. Well, I know, but uh, <laughs> next match is a, is a heavy favourite, and this is the the second strongest favourite on the card, although with all the six games we're going to talk about, and it's Daniel Medvedev up against Sabata Morales, um, another favourite that I think he, is opposable. Uh, Medvedev is minus four twenty. He's only five two on clay in twenty twenty three. Zapata Morales has a much better clay record, but obviously he's playing in, in weaker tournaments and weaker opponents. He's plus three ten. This is the first time they've ever met. And the handicap here is a very tempting four and a half to me for the Spaniards. Um minus one eighteen Medvedev is 
minus four and a half. And the totals look cheap to me as well at 20 and a half. Um, we all know about Medvedev's complaints about slow conditions. We all know about he hates playing on clay. So Pastor Morales likes playing on clay, uh, enjoys these conditions. Is there a shock on the cards here? I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he made it close. But I think a lot depends on, on Medvedev's attitude, as I've said before about clay. If he fancies it and he, he he puts his best effort in, then he should be winning this match. I think that the problem is if you, if you look at the bare clay stats, um, you would think it's it's pretty competitive over the last twelve months at main level. Medvedev service points one and return points one total on on clay is one hundred and four. Zapata Morales is one hundred and three, so very similar. But as you say, Zapata Morales hasn't really played any top class opponents. In fact, his record against the better players is is pretty poor. I mean, he's, he's only played three times against top 10 opponents, lost all three. Um, against top 20 opponents, he's won two and lost 10. My my concern with Zapata Morales is he doesn't really have the, the weapons to beat Medvedev, if Medvedev sort of fancies it, which which you, which you can never which you can never say is a given on clay. He might just not fancy it on the day. That, that's possible. He looked like he fancied it against Rusevoire, um today. So on the basis of that, you wouldn't have thought he would just Jacket in against the Patton Morales. It doesn't seem likely. Um, it's just the serves. The Patton Morales doesn't ha- doesn't really have his serve is a bit powder puff. It's a bit it's a bit weak. I, I can't see him holding any games easily. I think he's he has to work very very hard to hold his service games. And against a returner like Medvedev, I just I'm just not I'm not feeling it. He would have to play exceptionally well, and Medvedev be a bit kind of not interested. I think for it for there to be an upset there. But he's minus four twenty. And this, that's well, the, I wouldn't back him at that price. That's for sure. I well, just wouldn't. Back, I just wouldn't touch that match. Yeah, minus four twenty, maybe there plus three twenty. Uh, for us, three tens. Abbas Morales. I'm quite tempted by the Spaniard plus four and a half games at plus money. That would be my lean on that one as well. So a lot of leans. Not really many uh, official plays, but we've got one official play which we're going to come on to in the last match. The next game is a, a, a very interesting one. Uh, Massetti minus one sixty two. He was the player that I. Sort of said in the bottom half of the draw, I quite like this uh, this week at a very, very big price. He's making his way through quite steadily. And he's a, a heavy favourite, really, against Francis Tiafro, which I'm quite surprised about. If he was on any other court in the world, I don't think Mazzetti would be minus 162 to beat the American number two. Uh, Francis Tiafro is plus 130. They've met t- four times before. It's 2-2 two, two on the head-to-heads. But the last time they did meet was in the, uh, the, World Cup, the, the United Cup. And uh, yeah. Massetti had to retire injured from that match. So it's a really a sort of 2-1, really, to the Italian here. The handicap, again, is 2.5, which is a popular sort of handicap line on these matches. And the totals are 22.5 here as well. Um, I was at uh, Monte Carlo when Massetti beat Djokovic. And uh, he was, I think, anywhere else in the world, I think Massetti would have down tools in that match. You know, he, he got pegged back in the second set. And he come back when he he thought he had his back to the wall. And I think the Italian crowd got him through. He played up. He was flamboyant. He, he hit shots on winners. And he's a definitely definite crowd pleaser. TFO is a crowd pleaser as well. So this is going to be probably the best match on the card tomorrow. Um, I could, I do like Massetti myself, but minus 160 does look a little bit uh, high value, high odds for me to take. I wouldn't want to be taking that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the the clay data, it, it kind of depends which which numbers you want to look at. If you look at the the stats on clay since the start of twenty twenty one at main level, Massetti's slight edge in terms of the service points won and return points won totals by one hundred and two to one hundred and one. 
Um, now, if you look at the shorter term data, which is the last 10 matches on clay at main level, it's actually TFO that has a slight lead, 105 to 104 in the service points, one in return points, one total. You might argue that the last 10 matches isn't isn't a particularly big um a big data set it's only you know 10 matches it's not you know it's not it's not ideal for looking at the numbers but it does show you um that tfo's improved a lot since since the start of 2021 you know you could argue he's played his best tennis in the last last 12 months really i think that's fair to say he, he um he did struggle against altmeyer um today he, he was in big trouble actually against altmeyer but um came back to win in a, a match that was rain delayed yeah, I think you're right. I don't. I don't think Massetti is is any sort of value at all at that price. Um, I think that's got the Italian crowd built in that price. Right. If I was having a bet in this match, I think I would take Tierfo on the basis that his his clay data recently is better. Um, he's got the weapons to hit through damp conditions as Tierfo. Uh, he showed his 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 fight against Altmaier in the previous round. Um, yeah, if I, if I was if I was having a bet, if someone said you must have a bet in this match, I would I would take Tiff. I think he might. You could argue he's a slight bit of value. There's five matches that we've covered here for tomorrow in the third round on Monday schedule in Rome, and not one favourite that we're convinced by yet leans for all the outsiders in various different markets from myself and Sean. And the final match is the evening match. Um, of the final match of the six that we, we're covering here, there's two other matches as well. Carlos Alcaraz is in action and JJ Wolf is up against Verev or Goffin. We don't know the outcome of that match uh, until a little bit later on, but check the Bet Rivers website that tomorrow they'll have, or later on tonight, they'll have the odds on those matches. So the only six matches we know. And the last match is uh, Stefanos Sitsabas at minus $5 up against Lorenzo Sonego at plus 370. Another Italian uh, on, grand, on, on, the, on the show court. Uh, it's 2 nil head-to-heads for Sitsabas. The handicap here, again, it looks very high at four and a half. And the totals are 21 and a half. They've met twice before on hard courts in Cincinnati and Miami. And the Greek Sitsipas won both matches. Sonego in front of his home crowd. Is this another uh, favourite that's opposable? Or do we uh, do we think that Sitsipas books his place into the last 16 quite easily? I think Sonego's got a decent chance here. Uh, I think this is a perfect situation for Sonego. It's exactly what he likes. Um, and that being to be a to be in a situation where he's got nothing to lose, you, you put Sonego in a situation where he's he's playing at home as a, as a one to four favourite, and there's a pretty high chance he would bottle it. Um, but you you put him in a situation where he's an underdog against an elite player, not expected to win, no pressure on him, with the home crowd behind him, and you've got a different Sonego than you, you've seen in other situations. He usually raises his game here in Rome. You know, in 2021, uh, he had a, a great run here. He beat Monfils, beat Team, beat Rublev before losing in the final set to Novak Djokovic uh, in the semifinals, I think it was. So this is a perfect scenario for, for Sonego. He's not expected, as I said, to win this match, but he'll he'll be a free swinging with no pressure on him. I think he's all the pressure is on Tsitsipas. If you look at the stats in, in at this particular tournament, the main draw, in the careers of both these two players, they're, they're virtually identical. Their service points won and return points won totals virtually the same. Sonego on 100, Sitsipas on 100.6. So if you look at that, you would put Sonego right in there. He, he also took a set off, um, off uh, Sitsipas in that Cincinnati match, didn't he? I think if he brings his A game to the court, Sonego, he can absolutely take a set off, off Sitsipas. I'm not completely convinced by Sitsipas, um this season. 
Um, you could certainly argue that conditions would be favourable for Sitsipas, but as I said, the, the the circumstances of this match, I think, do favour Senego. It's, it's just what he likes. Um, the bet I've taken here is um, Senego to win a set, which is a plus 123 chance for Bet Rivers. Senego to plus win a set, plus 123. Um, so there we have it. There's six matches tomorrow uh, on Monday. The second week here in Rome. And not one favourite is fancy between myself and Sean. It could be a day for the dogs tomorrow. If you're a favourite better, uh, you want to be heading to Bet Rivers now and have a look at those. But I think the parlays uh, are going to go down tomorrow. I think some of these favourites are definitely going to opposable. And the official play from Sean is Sonego to win at least a set. So there you have it. The record we have here on Game Bet Match is sensational at the moment. 10-1 and one from Madrid and Rome. Uh, hopefully we continue that good run tomorrow of our one official pick. Uh, on, uh, on Monday, uh, I'll be joined tomorrow, Monday evening, I'll be joined by Roy Giovanni to look at the women's draw. Obviously, it's a women's tournament here as well as the ATP Tour men's section as well. So we'll look at the women's draw, the latter stages of that for myself and Rory tomorrow. And just myself and Sean will be back again on Tuesday as well before I head back to the UK. Uh, just remember, there's four ways that you can follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download our podcast which ironically is called Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Uh, download that. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is at the Bet Rivers Network, and you can follow us on Twitter and on our new Instagram account, which is the handle at Because We Win. And tomorrow you can follow me on both of those, and I'll be giving you courtside information, latest odds, updates, and a little bit of uh, some videos on my way to the tennis action here in Rome. Uh, Sean, it's been a long few days for you. Uh, you must be needing a nice little sleep. Thank you very much yesterday yeah. for a nice couple of pizzas and celebrating our recent success. Yeah, it was um, nice, wasn't it? Yeah, enjoy yourself, mate, and have a good uh, few days rest. And I'll catch up with you on Tuesday. Thanks, mate. Take care, everyone, and good luck to all them tickets. And the, the, what you've got to remember here is we all think six matches, we think the favourites are worth taking on. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. 